Good morning. It's Monday, February 2nd, 2009. A brand new Monday and the start of a brand new month for me, who like King David, I will dance before the Lord with all my might that you might hear me, O Lord, and be merciful and be my help. Turn my wailing into dancing, remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. That, my friends, is a word from 2 Samuel 6:14 and from Psalm 30:11. And as we begin our second month together today with a discussion about fun, the scripture reminds me to take a closer look in the mirror and understand whether that's really a suit of gold or just some fake representation of trying to please the world. Let's look inside ourselves today and check that out. I'm Bo Ellis of Christ Across America, and I want to welcome you to this, The Word on Wellness with Chris Hughes, Making It Fun. I'm coming to you from Tampa today, and joining me on the phone from the 1010 Wellness Headquarters in Bradenton is your own Chief Wellness Instigator, Chris Hughes. Hey, buddy, how's it going? It's going great, Bo. Had a wonderful weekend. Uh, Got a great run in on Sunday by my lonesome, and um, just looking forward to a terrific week. Um, Actually heading down to the Florida Keys this week. I'm glad to hear from you, and it's always fun during the week to look forward to our phone conversation or or even those times we meet in person, you know, about our topic of the week. And I know I've been thinking a lot since we decided to do a a show about fun. I've been really looking at myself and, and wondering, when do I catch myself having the most fun? And when I look back on times when I know that I've you know, really just had a fantastic time. I tried to figure out what are some of those variables? What are some of the common denominators of what fun really looks like? And I wanted to talk about today, you know, some of us have activities that feel a lot like work. I wonder how your your long run went, Sunday, and talk to me a little bit about whether that was fun or not. Well, being solo, I think... It was definitely not as much fun as some of the other long runs that I've done. I didn't have a choice, uh, and sometimes that's going to be the situation. You won't have a choice. But you were talking about some of the variables that contribute to making exercise fun. And one of those variables that I would absolutely say, and maybe the most important variable, is doing it with others. And we've talked about that, having a partner or putting a group of people together with a common goal or vision or purpose. And that is one of the ways um, I make it fun. If I can go back a bunch of years, Bo, I first got started into some group training as a result of a small group ministry, I guess you could say, that that I did at St. James. It it was something kind of a a shoot-off from Bill Phillips' Body for Life program. And I remember hearing about that program and seeing the offer to win a red Ferrari. Do you remember that program? No, sir. I remember the Bill Phillips thing was, I think it was $100,000, you know, at the time I was at least made aware of it. But go ahead. Yeah, well, it was, that was the same thing. Basically, it was their, their body for life, and you had 12 weeks, and you'd submit your photos before, and then your 12 weeks later, you'd submit your photos after, and then whoever had the, the greatest transformation would win different things, and I guess the ultimate grand prize winner would get a red Ferrari. And I remember reading about this in one of the fitness magazines that I was you know, reading at the time. I thought, that's a great program, but I don't know if, if it was for me. I thought, if, if I'm going to go to all that trouble... Why not do it with some others and, and try to help some other people do the same thing? And that evolved into a, a little a little Saturday morning get-together at, at our church called Fit for the Father. 
And in it, we got together and talked about different fitness topics and ultimately tried to help people, you know, get some momentum and, and you know, get themselves healthier. A little bit later, I did a program out at Flatwoods, and we called it Tend to Life. Kind of the same thing, but it was a 12-week program. But going back to our, our topic of make it fun, there were a couple of things, a couple of variables, like you were saying, that, that were involved in this Tend to Life program. One was we were outside at Flatwoods. And I know some people work out in a gym, um, and some people work out outdoors. But I have always found that going outside to run or cycle because of the, the fresh air and the sky and the trees and everything else that, that might be there, it makes it a lot more enjoyable. W- would you find that to be your situation, Bo? Sure has been my experience, yeah. Getting outside and just being part of, of God's creation to me is just adds to the whole experience factor. And I think we'll hit a little bit more on on this idea of creating an experience because really Chris you know I, I mean I could make digging a hole fun because it's really more about uh, your perspective and and kind of how you're doing what you're doing but we'll touch on that later keep going I'm, I'm enjoying your story well we uh, we would get outside and, and also there's evidence or statistics or, or studies that have shown that people when they're outside, will exercise for a longer period of time than when they're in the gym on a stationary bike or treadmill. And, and we know that to be the case. Uh, anytime I've worked out on a treadmill, I tend to focus on that clock. If I said I'm gonna work out for 30 minutes, let me tell you, by 28 minutes, I'm counting down the seconds. Whereas when you're outside, you can just uh, almost get lost in the scenery. Just for example, on my run, uh, yesterday at the beach. Because it was a long run, I took the, the opportunity to head out to the beach, which is a distance away. But once I was on the beach, it was just unbelievable. Being able to look out at the aqua blue water and the small waves coming and, and the white sandy beach. I mean, that's how you add variety. And then you can make it fun. And being by myself, that definitely helped. Another benefit to being outside or exercising outdoors, and this is a bit of a physiological benefit, but um, you ever heard of the term proprioception? Heck no. Can Um, you say it again, though? Proprioception, and don't ask me to spell it, Bo, but that is what occurs when you balance yourself. And I guess I could use the example of riding a stationary bike versus riding a bike out on the road. When you're on a stationary bike, you're in a fixed position and you really don't have to worry about balance. When you're outside, you're developing nervous memory uh, to maintain that balance and you're having to swerve around obstacles and things like that. And that proprioception helps you in other areas of your life. Same thing uh, running versus running outdoors versus running on a treadmill where you're holding on to the arm rails. You're going to develop better balance, a better sense of of where you are relative to the ground. And in essence, that's what proprioception is, is having a better um, grasp of where your body is in relation to the surroundings. So anyway, that's just a benefit of exercising outdoors and keeping it interesting. But going back to the small group, that exercised out there at, at uh, Flatwoods. We, we called that program Tend to Life, but for the most part, these were people that were wanting to get in shape, but were just struggling to get any momentum going. And they knew they needed to, and they wanted to, and rather than hiring a personal trainer or, or some other you know, program like that, this was a, just a kind of a, a volunteer way 
to, to get them rolling. Anyway, I told them that at the end of the workout, I would ask them two questions. The first question was, did you have fun? And because we were in a group and because we were outside, I generally got yeses on the did you have fun. The other question, and this kind of relates to um, exertion or how hard we work out, but the second question was, do you feel better than when you started? And being that this was an early morning Saturday activity, certainly some of these people were a little groggy. They weren't all morning people like yours truly. And so they would show up and we'd be, you know, talking about what the day's act or that morning's activity would be and people were just a little bit foggy. But if they went out and they exercised at an appropriate level, in other words, didn't push themselves too hard, and, and that's especially important when you're beginning that um, if, if you push yourself too hard, you're going to you're going to literally um, if you do it way too hard, feel nauseous and um, you're going to finish that workout feeling terrible. And so if someone came back at the end of our morning workout and they didn't feel better, then I told them that you worked out too hard and that next time we need to scale it back a little bit so that when you come back, you, you feel refreshed. As we break down today's segment on making it fun, I heard you say that one of the key variables in all of that is is planning a, the activities with other people. And you're tying it in with this story um, out at Flatwoods. Let me throw out one other thing, actually two other things, Bo, prior to that. For those of us who want to get on a regular or consistent program, but wake up one morning and we just don't feel like doing it. And let's face it, that, that's going to happen quite often. I don't remember where I heard this, and I should also point out that pretty much everything that I throw out there is not original to me. It's something that I've picked up from, from sources all over the place. But anyway, there was one who had what was called the 10-minute rule. Maybe you've heard of it. But that is, regardless of how you feel one particular morning or whatever time of day you choose to work out, regardless of how you feel, put on the equipment, if, if that's your running shorts and running shoes, and go out for 10 minutes. And if after 10 minutes you still don't feel like working out, then you can throw in the, the towel and call it a day. But more than likely, I would say 90% of the time, once you get past those 10 minutes, you're going to be able to continue on your workout and you're going to feel like a million bucks um, afterwards because you were able to follow through. So good, simple little one. And one last thing on, on making it fun. One way that some people have been able to achieve enormous uh, physical accomplishments, and, and namely I'm talking about marathons and triathlons, has been through some of the philanthropy programs. I've been involved for a number of years with a program called Team and Training. And you may have heard of that, Bo. It is the, uh, the athlete or athletic fundraising division of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And they provide purpose to people who might not otherwise have, um, have a reason or a goal. Um, and, and they provide uh, coaching and instruction and pretty much everything you need in return for you raising money. But part of the purpose of that program is to raise money for some disease. And I, I most recently was involved uh, with team and training, and we had an athlete, a patient ambassador is what they call them, uh, named Brenda, who uh, we literally would wear a wristband with her name on it. So when we were not feeling like training or when the mileage got long, all you had to do was look at 
the name on your wrist of somebody who's suffering from leukemia or lymphoma. And it gave just a whole new, I guess, uh, purpose and reality. And I guess you could say gratitude for being able to be out there and do what we were doing. So if, uh, if you've never considered that or, or if folks listening have never considered that, you might find that as one way to give your training purpose. Well, I appreciate it. That's kind of where I was going with it was more along the lines of, you know, why do we do the things we do? And you really struck a chord with me uh, in talking about variety and keeping it fresh. I know you mentioned running or riding or swimming or, or weights. And as soon as you said weights, I mean, I, I think, oh, no, the gym. And I've had a lot of fun in the gym. But that, for me, more than any other, is the one where if I don't have a friend meeting me there, I'm just not going to go. I just have never really gotten that fired up about it. I guess there was a time when I was, you know, in college and was uh, pretty fit. And you talk about variety, and I know that we're going to drill down in future segments on different activities and and why they're good for a whole body type of fitness and, and wellness as well. But I'm glad you spoke to the variety. Um, Where I was probably headed, Chris, was on fun, was more of this idea of purpose. So I'm glad you mentioned team and training. Some of you may know that we did a cross-country bicycle mission trip, Um, not because we wanted to be fit and, and ride bikes, you know, 60 days across the country, six days a week doing 80 miles a day, but because we had a purpose in that. We had a mission. Chris, we've really kind of bounced around today. Could you somehow just recap where you think we're at? Well, but we've, we've talked about a bunch of things, and the, the whole point of making it fun is just so that we won't dread exercise, and that exercise won't be a, a dirty word. One of those ways is to go outside and uh, to do it with others. If we do it at a, an intensity level so that we can finish our workouts feeling better than when we started, uh, if when we don't feel like doing it, we just you, we employ that 10-minute rule. And if we have a purpose or if we can give our training a purpose. And one of the ways that uh, you can give just any old workout purpose is when you're bringing somebody else along and trying to help lead them into a healthy lifestyle. And I can give you an example of someone I know. He says, Chris, I've really let my health go. I'm on a couple of different prescriptions and I need to get in shape because I think that I still have a lot left to do for the kingdom. But at the rate I'm going, I'm going to be dead in 10 years. And what I knew about the guy, he was probably right. That was his purpose. I need to get myself healthy so I can continue to be effective for God. You know, Chris, that reminds me of a book that I spent some time on. It's a book by Bob Buford, and it's called Halftime, From Success to significance. It talks about these career success-minded young people who for the first half of their careers are hung up on the financial success, uh, worldly success, acquiring, you know, things. And often here they are at probably our age, Chris, they're their early mid 40s and they look around and they've achieved all this worldly success and they don't really feel like it's gotten them anywhere that's worth having. So the second half of our lives, this author would suggest, is that search for significance. I think about the the joy that we have when we hand our kids that bike. The little five-year-old, my little Katie and I went out today and I put her on the tag-along and she jumped on that tag-along and she had this little twinkle in her eye. And I thought for a second about significance and I thought, you know what? 
it's a lot more fun for me to be out here riding around with Katie because she's my girl. She's my child. And I think that God looks at us in the same way. And he says, look, I gave you guys all this stuff. I gave you your bodies. I gave you Genesis 2.15. And the Lord God put the man in the garden to work it and to take care of it. And I think, you know, wow. So often, Chris, we think about how can we do things that are fun for ourselves when we ought to really be thinking about the joy that we get doing things that are fun in community with others. So that was a great recap. Well, thanks, Bo. Um, and you touched on uh, just a much bigger opportunity for us uh, from making it fun to making it purposeful activity. Exercise, while it's great alone, one of the goals I set for myself a long time ago is that I'd never work out by myself. Don't always get to do it that way, but that's just one way that we can give back, uh, helping others into some ways that they can be healthy and feel great about themselves and make them more effective for, for, for the kingdom. Well, that's a perfect segue, Chris. I think to our segment uh, at the tail of most of our shows is when we take a look at what the Bible says about having fun. I look at Matthew 5.16 in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Also Luke 11.33 No one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, he puts it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. Jesus wants us to be salt and light. And I know that if we go through life worried about our circumstances and moaning and groaning, we're not going to be much good to anybody else. So having fun to me is really a responsibility to step up and to be light and to let Jesus live in you and to let him take control of what you're doing to the point where his joy can become your joy. The Apostle Paul says in Philippians 2, 1, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. And finally, in John 15, 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus sums it up for us. We can't do anything in our own power or in our own strength. And when it comes to fun, God created us to have fun, to sing and dance. But the key is to understand He created us to do all that for His glory, that His name would be spread, and that Jesus Christ would be lifted up high, and that His name above all names could save those who don't know Him. Let me pray for us, Chris. Lord God, thank You for giving us a spirit that would seek to have fun, that would seek to be in fellowship, that would seek to be healthy. God, help us as we look at our motives for fun. And Lord, let us know that when we walk with you, we can experience true joy. Lord, that we can be clothed in joy. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. Man, Chris. I look forward to this every week, and I look forward actually next week to bringing a segment called Listen to Your Heart. I'll leave that out there for some of y'all because it's probably not what you're thinking, but 
The 1010 Wellness vision at 1010wellness.com is for leading others into healthy lifestyles and activities they can get excited about. And here at Christ Across America, we're achieving our mission every day, Chris, just to be out promoting ministries that are leading people to closer and deeper relationships with our Lord Jesus Christ. So again, Chris, for me, I want to encourage our listeners and thank our listeners for coming and encourage them to go to the ChristAcrossAmerica.com forum, leave a comment, a prayer request, let us know what's going on, tell somebody else about this podcast. I want to mention also today's segment sponsored by Trinity Automotive. Uh, Patrick Testaseca at Trinity Automotive Services. He's a car dealer here in Tampa that's all about the kingdom, and he wanted to have a part in supporting this podcast, so we thank him today. Um, We will be back next Monday morning with another segment. And, Chris, I hope you have a great week training. I'll see you down in Sarasota February 15th at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. No doubt. um, Gotta love it. I know I'll be standing in that very long line for that port john And um, that's a great way to leave our folks today was, is with that visual. So with that, this is Christ Across America asking you, where are you allowing Jesus to work in your life today? Have a great week, and we look forward to seeing you again. Hey, guys, this is Casey from Columbia, South Carolina. I just wanted to call to thank you for the inspiration and the uh, and the words of wisdom that you guys impart to all of us, and I'll continue to listen. Uh, life is about choices. Uh, we don't always make the best choices, but I look forward to making better ones along with the inspiration from your iPodcast. Thanks a lot.